Money FM 89.3, best of the breakfast huddle. The Breakfast Brief on Money FM 89.3. Money FM 89.3. Good morning. It's the Breakfast Huddle with Elliot Danka, Barrett Jagdish, and Ryan Huang. Let's take a look at some headlines investors will be paying attention to today. A couple of days of uncertainty at the start of the week. We have one day of certainty and we're back right where we started, at least where Wall Street is concerned, Ryan. Uh, Russia-Ukraine situation, tensions very high. Yeah, it looks like the only thing certain these days is that things will be uncertain. And this is really all around Ukraine and it's been back and forth. We had some calm earlier this week where there were some news reports saying that Russia would be pulling back some of its troops. But now, instead of pulling back, it seems like the latest reports indicate that they are actually adding soldiers Mm -hmm. to the front um, when it comes to the Ukraine border. So it does add another uh, dimension to how things might pan out in the coming days Mm -hmm. and all pointing to a potential invasion by Russia into Ukraine. How exactly are markets reading all of this? How are they reacting to this? Because to some extent, they Mm. had sort of priced it in. But really, is it possible? So you've got markets these days pretty much headline sensitive. So when you see anything that might be untoward or just spark further tensions or be anything they might not be um, bracing for, uh, it does lend to some selling off or some profit-taking at least. So if you look at some of the news reports coming through, we've got shelling happening, so shots being exchanged and some are you know, pointing to um, separatists in the part of the um, border as well as what the Ukraine military is doing. So they are pretty much doing a bit of a blame game and finger-pointing right now who has been violating the ceasefire. And also the White House in the US is warning that a false flag operation is underway where Russia may be trying to find or fabricate an excuse to invade Ukraine. So that'll be one to watch. And for now, what we have is the US Secretary of State Antony Blinken warning of grave consequences of any Russia attack. So he has pretty much laid out the um, warning of what might happen if Russia does uh, take the um, approach to invade Ukraine. But he has also offered a option for Russia to come forward to have talks to just iron things out. So it is still hopeful, but for now, I think markets are selling first and asking questions later. And if you look at the ETF, the Event Act Russia ETF that tracks companies tied to Russia, that was down 5% overnight. All right, back home, our focus today will be on Finance Minister Lawrence Wong's first budget as Finance Minister, Budget 2022. The theme this year is charting our new way forward together. The Straits Times uh, covers this and talks about some of the highlights mm. that you can expect. Um, and one thing's for certain, Minister Lawrence Wong says that the budget will chart Singapore's new way forward together. Yeah, this could be a theme this year. So right at the top of the list, we can expect Texas to be a huge narrative and of course everyone's been talking about the uh, the GST hike so the big question is in what form that will come Uh, we've been talking about how it might be in the form of two stages where it might rise to 8% before hitting 9% or it could rise straight up to 9% so there is an argument for both sides and of course um, it's easier in terms of compliance and administration for all your GST systems your accountants to just do away with one change and not having to deal with multiple changes so that's one argument and the other aspect of it is do we have it earlier 
or later. Some mm. are pointing to, ju- to July. Mm-hmm. Some are saying it might come in next year. And again, you have the argument for both sides. Um, of course, with the rising inflationary pressures, the tough environment these days that business, businesses are facing, um, they course, are leaning towards having later run and earlier because they are trying to get by uh, on many fronts. So higher costs is not going to be welcome for them. Well, while people are talking about GST and saying that really it shouldn't be raised at this point, they're saying, why don't you raise wealth taxes instead? The wealthy deserve to be taxed more. That is a popular argument, right? If Mm. you're rich, hey, you can spare some loose change. And this could be interesting to watch in terms of how the government tries to calibrate this. Um, So we could see some form of wealth tax, uh, maybe in the form of property taxes, because that, if you remember, in COVID-19 years, um, that was a very resilient sector, despite all the um, businesses and the economy being better. That was one sector that was quite resilient. People were still buying property. And... If you look at how some of the um, richer people here park their cash, it is in property. And that is a very popular proxy when it comes to measuring wealth. So it could be one area that could be looked at more closely. But at the same time, you have to calibrate and balance it properly so that you don't overly um, burden the wealthier with more taxes so much so that they go elsewhere. So that's going to be an area to uh, try to balance. Mm. The other area worth looking at are carbon taxes. Um, And they've been hinting that there could be an increase for years now. Yeah, interestingly, it's also about balance because if you try to carbon tax um, your businesses too much, it might just overburden them to become less productive. And if you raise your carbon taxes too much in relation to what the other parts of the world are doing, they could just go to your neighboring countries to set up shop and factories there. So they could, if they want to see this um, backfiring to some extent if the carbon taxes are too high. But at the same time, you want to push a green agenda and Singapore is in a position to do so because it's a hub for many things Mm -hmm. and many countries in the round region look to Singapore for leadership in um, market pricing and price discovery. While we've been talking a lot about taxation, there are also expected to be a lot of support measures, right, Ryan? Yeah, we've seen many policies come through in the past few years, job support scheme and many things to just help the labour market adapt to the um, challenges. So that, to some extent, could be scaled back and maybe become more targeted because there is only so much cash or uh, money to go around. So you do have to really be careful with what you spend on and to prioritize what needs to be done. And right now, many companies have been talking about the tightness of the labor market, especially when it comes to foreign workers with the border restrictions still in place and many other challenges. So that's going to be one to watch. And also the big thing is the mismatch of skills to what the jobs require. And that's going to be a big factor because the economy has been advancing on many fronts that some of the skills uh, that are required are not enough um, supply right now. So we could see more reskilling programs, maybe more skills future programs or credits could be coming our way. You know, I love a big pre-game ritual uh, as a a sports person myself. Um, And our finance minister has a very interesting uh, pre-budget ritual. It is very interesting. It's been happening for the past 40 years is a huge tradition, apparently, at the Ministry of Finance. So mm. what happens every time when budget comes around is you've got this nice auntie mm-hmm. preparing 
porridge breakfast for the entire ministry. I'm not sure how many bowls of that is going to be, but it is interesting. And you've got the bato and you know a typical Chinese style porridge to just you know comfort your um, stomach in the early hours. And of course, it's a very busy time for the ministry. And if you look at Lawrence Wong's Instagram page, uh, it does have a picture of it. It's very um, appetizing. And I'm just thinking, hey, what is going to be our budget breakfast? Yeah. Who's I delivering breakfast for us? I'm just thinking it's going to be lots of coffee right now. I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind some porridge from the finance ministry. Guys, if you're listening. Yeah, good luck with that. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> to listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.